I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. Never a dull moment for sure. I've been off the, the, the cruise ship. Walked in the door about an hour ago. Right here, already live right here on Gators Breakdown. Bringing you the latest. The Gators get a big time offensive lineman commitment. Fletcher Westfall commits to the Florida Gators over Clemson. Welcome to Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. And hey, never never a dull moment. I mean, uh, th- I, enough of a break on vacation. Look, it, it, we know the we know the trends, uh, the, the joke out there when I'm on uh, vacation sometimes that uh, these commits start rolling in. And uh, I guess with this new commitment timeline, too, of June being a hot month, you know, I kind of always go on vacation in June. This is probably just going to uh, you know, June, July now. Uh, that uh, it's just gonna it's just gonna be part of it. So, uh, but uh, fortunate enough to be able to come to, at you guys right here, uh, just a few minutes after Fletcher Westfall commits to the Florida Gators. Big time commitment on many many avenues here for the Florida Gators, and this was this was a big one, big one in many ways, uh, big big in almost every sense of the word here uh, for the Florida Gators. So, eighteen commits now for the twenty twenty four class. So, yeah, we'll take a look at that too, but. And this is one uh, desperately needed for the Gators to kind of just up that talent level at the offensive line, specifically offensive tackle. Uh, and that's what the Gators get right here uh, in Fletcher Westfall. So hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Man, really, really good week for Gators breakdown last week. All those likes and subscribes really, really help us uh, right here on the YouTube version. Subscribe on the podcast version if you haven't done so yet. But hit that like button. There's a lot to like here uh, about the just the way recruiting is going. Uh, we get to talk about this right here on Gators Breakdown. Some really just good news uh, right here on the recruiting trail. So like, subscribe, join Gators Breakdown Plus. Of course, that right now, that Discord server, and the, the recruiting message board is on fire right now on that Discord server. So a lot of good news. A lot of happy people, some funny memes <laughs> to go along uh, with, with, with all that. And, of course, Florida Victorious, can't forget about that as well. I mean, make, name, make no mistake. Make no mistake about uh, what's going on uh, for, for NIL in Florida and what these recruits see and, and how much uh, they think it will make a difference in their career uh, in, in college. So Florida Victorious, you can join. Link is in the description for all that stuff. Gators Breakdown Plus, Florida Victorious, you can hit the like um, button as well, but all those links in the description. So let's get straight to it, Gator Nation. You know how we do it. Hey, we got to commit. Big time one right here. Fletcher Westfall from the state of Virginia. 
four star on both the recruiting services. Let's start with the 24 seven sports composite. He is the 288th overall prospect in the country. 23rd ranked offensive tackle. We go to the on three industry rankings, 259th overall there. So a bit higher on the on three industry. He is a 19th ranked offensive tackle. So here we go. When I say big, when I say huge, I mean, you guys follow this stuff just as much as I do, but you you knew um, big, huge. I mean, massive. I mean, every word we're going to describe for the 24 seven sports has him listed at six foot eight, 335 pounds. One more time for you. 24 seven sports has him listed six foot eight, 335 on three, six foot seven and a half, 295. So a little heavier there, a little taller there on the 24 seven sports composite, but either way you're in that six foot eight range, three, you know, about 300 pounds, a little over 300 pounds. I mean, what you want, size you want right here for the Florida Gators in a big, big win over Clemson here. And just like, let's go back last month. Let's go back to June a bit. And just like the Marcus Maskell commitment, you know, a fellow offensive lineman where that one looked to be trending towards LSU. You know, and it just comes about, seemed to be trending, you know, to another school right before the decision time. And Florida gets the job done come commitment time. And this one big in so many ways. First, just the obvious size. We just went over that. Six foot eight, 335, six foot seven and a half, 295. Where I mean, it doesn't matter. But those size I like. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna be nitpicking about those sizes right there. But then, of course, and we've followed the storyline of the offensive line group. But then the gator the gator is just getting a position of need. For a true tackle spot. The other offensive linemen in this class probably favor more inside eventually. Westfield is definitely the best tackle prospect this staff has committed. This class and and the three classes so far. The transition class, the bump class, and now this 2024 class. This is the best tackle prospect they've brought in. And then, I think we have to throw this in also of just how big this one is. Just going and win an- winning another high-profile battle. The Gators winning another high-profile battle right here in this 2024 class that started in June of these, oh, I mean, honestly, it started a long time ago, but this, this wave of commitments and then the trend of beating some of the you know, high-profile schools out there. And this time it was Clemson. Now, Georgia was in this conversation a little bit as well, but they hit on some other targets on the offensive line, so that mainly left Florida Clemson here. Arkansas on the outside looking in, but the staff kept on it. DJ Lagway playing a huge role in this one. All that work pays off right here today. Rob Sell, Darnell Stapleton, Billy Napier get their guy. And then to kind of follow that storyline, getting this one on the hills of some huge momentum for Florida and Clemson back in June. Both classes for both these two schools just really hit it hard in June. You know, Clemson started that month while getting T.J. Moore over Florida, the wide receiver there. But come here now in July, Florida's the pick for Westfall, getting one back over Clemson here. And then go back to that momentum. I mean, this was a big momentum that Florida has hit in June, but I think we have to look at that momentum and maybe had an effect right here. 
If we go back, Westfall was on campus. That same weekend, Jamonte Waller, Aaron Childs, Amir Jackson, Amaris Williams, Nasir Johnson, all hopped on board that weekend. Really got this class to the next level. And there's Westfall being among all those players. And remember, I said that could pay off. Even talking about it back then, two guys get caught up in the moment. Well, you know, he took his time a little bit, but you, you, that had to play. Had to play some effect. I mean, one more time, Waller, Childs, Amir Jackson, Maris Williams, and Sierra Johnson all hopped on board that weekend while Westfall's there watching them all. They're all at Spurriers. They're all getting on the microphone. They're all committing to the Gators. So now just one more from that weekend is now in the fold for the Gators as far as commitments go. So as we said in June, you know, a little bit of patience was needed at least to start June. Then they started rolling. Then Florida got on a roll. Now I think that uh, that weekend, we're going to look back at, what was that, June, that June 16th weekend, I believe. That might be one we just go back and look at, hey, that was, that was it. You know, that was the, the big – I mean, this class started that way with Lagway and Graham being in the class really early, especially getting your quarterback early, Hayes jumping on board early. But then the big June comes, and you start filling in this class, start filling in the defense. You start really hitting the top of the class. And it continues right here in July, that big position to need. Westfall, you know, he kind of – you know, let's come out of that visit really big on the culture of Billy Napier's building, uh, likes the head coach's leadership, vision for the program. Uh, that really went a long way uh, for, for Westfall, wanting to be part of building back up Florida. Building this program back up. That's where DJ Lagway comes into. You know, he was the quarterback, you know, having to commit to Billy Napier. Now, what, not, not a big track record there for Billy Napier and big-time quarterbacks, of course, at Louisiana able to develop Levi Lewis nicely. Anthony Richardson goes high in the draft. Uh, Lagway was already committed by that point anyway, but still, uh, you know, still not really a whole lot to point to, but just a whole lot of belief in what Billy Napier is doing. You got your quarterback in early, and now we're starting to see uh, this cycle down for this class. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's go to some analysis here from 24-7 Sports and Brian Doan. Fletcher Westfall, verified size and frame to be a prototypical left tackle. Has a link to match frame. Takes meaningful snaps on defense as well. 
Moved well, showed ability to bend during in-person evaluation. Despite size, can sink hips and explode into a defensive end when run blocking. Able to stay engaged, drive legs to move defender. His physical and finishes blocks has a nasty streak. Oh, man, you love to hear that, don't you? Just give me, give me an offensive lineman that just wants to go out there and, and just punish. Punish a defense. Embraces competition. Fires, fires off quickly a snap. Has quick feet. Plays balance. Shows strength in lower body to recover within a play. A good down blocker. Can scrape and get to the second level. Strong initial punch and pass protection. Has length to cover edge. Has to continue to develop footwork when pulling to get out sooner and be cleaner leading the play. Has to continue improving mirroring ability and pass protection. Increasing upper body strength will come with time. Multi-year starter at a top 20 program. Has NFL draft potential. That is from Brian Doan of 24-7 Sports. And exact, I mean, I don't think you could ask for a better description of what you want for a high school <laughs> tackle right now. I mean, we went over the size you, we got. To the, it's, you know, now they're saying prototypical left tackle. I mean, it's exactly what you want to see. And, you know, and you watch those highlights. And you can tell the mean streak is there. I mean, that's what you want. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Austin Barber uh, in, 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 that, uh, in that mold of uh, you know, just unrelenting a layer along the offensive line. And you know, if he, and if he comes in and plays left tackle, uh, there, you know, I think we could probably see some similarity uh, of what we're going to see from Austin Barber. You know, last season, this coming up season as well, um, there. But you know, better size here, uh, uh, of course. But man, yeah, you know, I, I can't get over that. I mean, that that uh, that six eight, three thirty five. I mean, that's just it's hard to even draw him up even better than that. <laughs> Uh, but you go to 2022 last season, he played extensive snaps on both sides of the ball as a junior. They mentioned primarily at left tackle uh, in the middle of the defensive line. Uh, and of course, look, if you go play in the middle of this defensive line, uh, you got to be, you got to have a nasty streak in you just in, just in general. Uh, of course, you know, you, you get mucked up down there uh, in, in the middle of that defensive line. So of course, you know, you got to have a mean streak to play uh, right there uh, on that, in that part of the defense uh, in 2021 full-time offensive tackle as a sophomore, of course, look, you got that size. Of course, you are in a high school program. Uh, you're going to be playing some offensive tackle. <laughs> uh, no question, no question. Even as a sophomore, uh, you know, it's hard to teach that. So you get him on the field. Uh, but in 2020, also got snaps on both sides uh, of the line of scrimmage as a freshman. So there you go. There's your scouting report for one Fletcher Westfall after his commitment to the Florida Gators. So, of course, he is the 18th commitment for the Gators. This will keep the class third on 24-7 sports composite and the own three rankings. So Florida with another you know, top 200-ish pickup, top 250-ish pickup right here, uh, going to keep that class well in the top five right now. Um, and I think we, of course, with 18 commits, we start seeing a lot of these trends in the 24 class, and it makes another out-of-state pickup. And Look, that's not a complaint, <laughs> not by any means. It's, it, it is an observation, but you know, only three, only three from the state of Florida right now. As I said, not not a complaint. I mean, look, if you gave me a choice, of course, you, you recruit the state of Florida, but it's an observation right now. You know, and I think if, what you want to take away from that, you get the best players right now, any way possible. It, it does not matter. It'll get to a point. It will eventually get to that point where you start racking up in state. Uh, but you, you go get the players that want to come to Florida right now. And now these guys just happen to be high-profile out-of-state players. Um, and look, 
it's not like in-state is heavy offensive line anyway. So, you know, at least for this position, it doesn't really matter. I mean, <laughs> of course, you, you'd love to get your skill players from the state of Florida, you, you, especially your wide receivers and, and your running backs. Uh, you know, hopefully we see that kind of maybe finish off in this class to, to finish off this class, you know, some of these in-state wide receivers. But offensive line, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, – I don't care where they come from. <laughs> not in the slightest. So, uh, for this position – I think we kind of keep looking and kind of in state, maybe as we move along here, Jordan Seaton, of course, would be the next one to watch. Um, Florida's four commits now along the offensive line with the commitment of Westfall. So look, Seaton would certainly be taken as a fifth, more of that interior guy right now uh, playing the IMG. He's originally from Washington, DC. He's the 82nd ranked overall player. Uh, so the Gators going to def- definitely be staying on him there and maybe bring him in as a fifth offensive lineman before it's all said and done. And, I mean, that would be a huge, huge pull. I mean, this was a huge pull already. I know there was a lot of question of where – and look, I've asked it too, of where offensive line, specifically offensive tackle recruiting was going to go and how you update the talent profile there. And this was one Florida just kind of just needed. Um, And it looked like it was trending Clemson. Florida able to just really, you know, pull the strings here and get it done where Fletcher Westfall commits – to the Gators. So a big pull there, just like I said, going back to the beginning of the episode here of, of just what you needed of what you needed to go do uh, to get a player of this magnitude uh, and, and a position of need. You needed to upgrade this offensive tackle um, all through all three classes. Now you haven't really had a prospect like this at tackle. You've had Kearney there on the inside uh, of course, and then we'll probably see him playing some center uh, there. He was highest profile offensive lineman so far, uh, but right now you know, at the tackle spot, that now goes to Westfall. So good time. Good time to pick this one up right here. And just continuing this hot summer. Hot summer on the recruiting trail for the Gators. We'll see where it ends up next. At least for the offensive line, I say watch out for Seton, and we'll see where it goes uh, maybe toward the end of the month uh, for some other prospects out there. So, all right. Back from vacation. Now, I'll have another episode for, out for you guys this week as well. But, of course, had to hop on Gators Breakdown as soon as I possibly could. Couldn't have timed out any better. Off the boat at 7.30 this morning in Port Canaveral. Knew we needed to get home. Knew I needed to get this episode prepped for you guys. Um, had some had some graphics pre-made just in case so I wouldn't have to be so rushed when I got back. Uh, but then, of course, started. I stayed off the phone for the most part on vacation, but then uh, – of course, could not miss the news of, hey, this is trending Florida uh, a good bit. So uh, glad glad it turned out that way. Uh, you know, look, we, I think we all learned our lesson in the last class. Don't uh, It's never 100%, uh, but a lot of these good feelings and a lot of the good trends have not went away from Florida uh, so far in this 24 class. And a lot of the good trends we're hearing right before a, a guy picks and Florida ends up, ends up being the pick and you know, and you know, now this is kind of twice now where, especially along the offensive line, Mascal trending LSU commits to Florida. Westfall trending Clemson commits to Florida. So staff really, really staying on these guys at the, you know, until the very, very end and then pulling in two uh, offensive linemen here uh, in this class. So let me go through some, I'll go through some, com- some comments right quick. Uh, so Gator Nation. It says Corey Bender thinks we are really in it for Seton, so we could land another top fifty kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing good things there too. I won't necessarily say, um, I won't go too far and say, yeah, he's going to be a Gator, but I, I like where Florida sits right now 
for for that one. And look, you build a class of what Florida's building right now. I think it's a snowball effect, and we've talked about that. Guys want to play with guys. Stars want to play with stars. And you start uh, now at this position group, that was probably the biggest question mark so far this staff since they've been at Florida. Uh, and you start landing kids like this now too. You know, hopefully that starts to trend uh, for this position group as well. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, one more there from Gator Nation. Who are we in it for could lock up a top three class? LJ, Mincy, Ross. I mean, look, that's that's the top three of the board right now. LJ McCray, Mincy there from Daytona, Jordan Ross from the state of Alabama. You know, it's a, a Tennessee, Alabama, Florida battle right now. I mean, just uh hey, Florida's in these battles, and you can't, you can't, you can't turn away Florida at the moment. Uh, as a serious threat. I mean, Florida is legit in these battles. It's not just talk anymore where Florida's just a hat on the table. Florida's in it for these big-time battles right now. And I like where Florida sits with, with, with all three of those guys right now. Not saying they're all three going to pick Florida, but you'd certainly like with what's happened so far and where Florida sits for those three guys. I mean, we may, we'll see what the season holds and, and how much it may affect everything. But just take that away for now. And just by what we've seen so far this summer, you can't count Florida at any battle right now. And that's such a good feeling, right? Such a good feeling. Such a good feeling. Uh, Peyton Roddenberg does bring up a good point. You know, I just brought up offensive line, but this is kind of in general. The state of Florida really is lacking overall. Uh, this town, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm focused here in Jacksonville, and we, we talk about it all the time at, you know, at News for Jackson Channel 4, just you know, the talent level in, in just this city. Uh, nowhere near what it was, you know, last cycle. It's just uh, it, it, it's got some better players coming up and, and coming up classes. But even here locally in Jacksonville, we, we've discussed where it's just not what it has been in recent years. And that goes for the whole state. It, it, it really does. I mean, Hunter Crane brings up a good point, too. And it's kind of, you know, this was got for, for this class so far. It's been guys trending offensive lineman for one school or another and end up at Florida. But we, let's not forget Kearney, who committed to Florida State right after his Florida visit and then ends up flipping to Florida down the road. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but that was a commit that Florida flipped there. You know, So it, it, offensive line seems to be that position. It may be trending somewhere. There may be a commit somewhere, but don't don't give up. Don't give up. It may, may, uh, may end up there. <laughs> may end up at Florida. So. Uh, Mike Werper says, yeah, wait till the uh, the grill out. Florida's got that barbecue. That's why I said let's wait and see what happens later in the month uh, as well. You know, we'll see. But that uh, that could hold a big weekend for the Gators. Uh, see some more of Jordan Ross talk from Peyton and Gator Nation for sure. Yep, I mean, I, certainly, certainly keep an eye on that one. Uh, I did see that Harrison Sanchez. I see. I did see. I'm, I was kind of busy, but I was trying to peruse uh, my phone at the same time a little bit. I saw the notification of Walter saying we ain't done yet. Uh, Florida shouldn't be done yet. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more spots and uh, a lot more high-profile targets the Gators are in on right now. All right. Too real. Good stuff. Now signing up for Florida Victorious to keep these players coming, keeping them. Yep. Yep. I mean, look, it's not just, uh, look, it plays a difference in recruits. We know you can't have that direct correlation there, uh, but we know they see the NIL opportunities, and that's going to go a long way at Florida. But it is, it is about keeping the current players on the roster, too. I mean, we know what happens in college football, it is free agency out there. 
they get a DM from an, an opposing coach saying, hey, it may not be going well, Florida. You want to come here? Florida needs everything on the up and up. They need the NIL game strong. They need the culture strong. All that stuff going a long way. Florida Victorious is a way uh, to, to, to do that, to do that for sure. All right. Let the Harrison, God bless Dave for going on the vacay. I mean, hey, it, it, it trended, right? Uh, maybe the vacation is what flipped it from, from, from Clemson to Florida. No, I, I won't give myself that much credit. <laughs> but uh, it, it is a fun little storyline. It is everybody, it, there is some. Uh, some a little bit of uh, excitement and optimism uh, when, when I go on a vacation. So, <laughs> um, all right, let me all go back down to the bottom quickly. Uh, Sharkeen Bryant, I, I'll come back around to that. I did bring up Mincy, but you asked, you know, how are we looking for the secondary uh, for, for, for those class, I'll come back around on that. Uh, let me follow up. I, like I was going a few days, so let me do some more following up. Uh, you know, Mincy, as I mentioned, it's just top target right now. Uh, Jawari Howard, I know the name keeps coming up. I, I won't throw that one away just yet. It's just a weird recruitment right now since he committed to, uh, from Michigan state. Um, so, you know, just certainly keep an eye on that one still, uh, but, um, let, let me let me follow back up around on some things, and like I said, I I, I, I want to do a kind of catch up recruiting episode, and maybe you know how Florida can finish out this class. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit, but yeah, good stuff. Uh, one more, Keelan Brown, eighteen commits Gator Day from ineptitude to recruiting. Now this is what we've been asking for. Billy and crew in there, absolutely. This is what we've been. Yeah, it, it has been some ineptitude the last uh, couple staffs, uh, last couple classes, or not last couple, but you know those classes under the last staffs uh, there. So um, yeah, we we knew it could be better. We knew it wasn't this hard to recruit at Florida. I think we're seeing if you got a plan, a clean plan, there was, there, don't get me wrong. There was some bumps last cycle. There was a lot to figure out. You know, I didn't expect, I, I tempered my expectations for the quote unquote bump class. Uh, and Sean Abel actually says that could just be the bump class we were hoping for last year. And it could be, uh, you know, I, I, I held my, I wasn't pessimistic about the traditional bump class, the second year class, but there was just a lot to figure out for Billy Napier as he's starting his Florida job with NIL and transfer portal and just figuring out the landscape of Florida in general. I didn't expect some top five class in that, in that bump. Now, top 10, maybe. And we know it probably would have been with the Rashada thing and all that stuff. Let's move on from that. You know, this, this could be, this, this is going to be the class that makes or break. Uh, Billy Napier. It, it's, it's such a good class that you can build on. Um, and that's, that's where we're at right now. Uh, so, yeah, it was an aptitude before uh, Billy Napier walked in. He had a plan, had to figure some things out. I think we're seeing the the uh, the fruit of building some relationships and just kind of figuring out what needed to be done behind the scenes at the University of Florida. All the buy-in that needed to be there from admin and boosters and all that stuff, it, it, it's, it's getting there. It's getting, and, I, and I think we're seeing it. I think we're seeing it for sure. All right, guys. Fun, 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 fun episode right here. Glad to be back. Like I said, one more episode this week. Braden Gall from Athlon Sports will uh, hop on with me, and we'll talk some Gators and SEC and, and national storylines uh, there from the Athlon Magazine like we do every summer. So a lot of good stuff there. Uh, but on this episode of Gators Breakdown, some big news, of course. Fletcher Westfall commits to the Gators. 
over Clemson. I'm your host of Gators Breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown.